This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, February the 26th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Congratulations, you made it to Friday. Hello, welcome everybody to the show. My name's Homer Lopez. I'm your host here. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. Give us a call, 1-800-951-0592, and the lovely Sarah will be there to take your call, answer your questions. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, but you can get that news to disturb the comfortable. It's delivered every day, that news, whether it's online or the research that's put in for hours before you even wake up. The market is shaking and moving and grooving, and there's a guy who has his finger on the pulse of what's going on. And he delivers it to you, economics with attitudes, what we call it. Joe Jaquin, it's Friday, bud. How are you doing? Yeah, half-mass Friday. Uh, Eric's not with us today. Uh, his wife's uncle, Uncle Bill, uh, was rushed to the hospital this morning. He's been battling cancer. He was one of the – he's an RVer. And him and his wife, uh, every year, spend a lot of time here in Arizona. They've been staying uh, over at Eric and Lori's and – it just happened so fast. You know, we just spent the holidays with them and the Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, and you know, you know he's been sick, and we we know the inevitable's coming, but he looks so good and then uh, just took a big turn. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, so a little somber. to see people going through that. You, you know, know? And it just brings up all things. Like, uh, my dad died 26 years ago uh, last week. So just uh, tough stuff. So, anyway, a little... A little somber here. Eric regrets not being able to be here, but he'll join us, I'm sure, hopefully next week. Uh, well, our Homer, thoughts and prayers out go, yeah. go out to them and their family. I, I just really hope that you know uh, that they uh, you know they they work through it and that everything's fine. I there think, you go. You know, you know? Yeah, he had a good life. So thank you for filling in. I appreciate that no as well. So uh, anyway, we'll we'll do the best we can under difficult circumstances today, and so many things to talk about we had all kinds of economic data come out from gdp to consumer confidence to trade deficits to personal consumer spending personal income inflation i mean you name it all kinds of stuff we'll try to get through all of that we had the republic another republican debate last night First time I've ever seen Donald Trump get jabbed in the mouth twice by Rubio. I mean, really, honestly, well, yes, he, he he's got dominated. He's dominated these these uh, th- these debates. He has. That's why he's where he's at. The guy's a marketing machine. And last night, I thought it was hilarious. I only saw it in a clip. I didn't see it live, but I thought it was hilarious that Rubio goes. <laughs> he starts talking about Trump colleges and the universities, and if they, they failed. I mean, he tried to start his own university, and it failed. And I thought that those were interesting points. But if that's the best Rubio can do, I'm here to tell you, son. Well, yeah, that's not good enough. Hey, wait a minute. I'm going to knock a guy who's trying to create things. He's not an entrepreneur. He took I love the line. They they made this thing where one of Trump's companies uh, had hired some illegals when I think they were building 
I don't know, one of the Trump hotels sure. or something. I, I don't want to sure. get, get too far into it. And, and Trump had answered back, yeah, at least I hire people. Yeah, exactly. Right? You've never hired anybody. Right. right? You know? yeah, 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 I get it, man. I just, you know, I, I, I just will tell you this. I think, uh, you know, it's easy to throw haymakers. You're going to land a couple here and there, but when you're so far behind in the race, it, 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 this is all just, you know, it's a matter of time, and it's just going to be down to two. Right? Yeah, right. Well, we'll is see. It Hillary, we got, is Hillary the other one for sure? Hillary, little boy, starting to look that way. We'll have to see. We got the the primaries March the 1st, and then uh, Super Tuesday, and, and then it'll be a much clearer when some of these bigger states, uh, Florida, Ohio, uh, come on, and uh, we'll find out. Right now, if you're going to put, you know, ask me who do I think right now, I'm going to say maybe Trump Clinton. I think you're right. Trump Clinton. I, I, mean, I think that's Of course, that's a, me allowing the media to sway my opinion, uh, because all of them have recently said that Hillary's, you know, pulled ahead. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how all of that goes, but... Uh, yeah, there there was at least some firepower in that debate. It was actually worth watching, which was the first one in a while, you know, because before you just had too many people in there. Uh, but but it's getting personal. I will tell you that they're getting kind of personal with each Carson, guys. who should drop out of the race. Hey, well, somebody attack me so I can talk. Well, you know? somebody put some toothpicks in his eyelids <laughs> so that his eyes stay open when he talks. My goodness, wake up, dude. So anyway, we'll we'll get to all the economic data here in the next segment. Uh, just to read you the headlines, we did get an upward revision to fourth quarter GDP. It was supposed to be revised down. It actually we got a surprise rise up. If you'll remember, the first number came in at seven tenths of a percent. It got it it was risen to one percent. GDP growth for the fourth quarter. But the headline on Market Watch, GDP gets upward revision, but it's the worst kind. Oh, you don't say. Rise, uh, and then the next headline, U.S. trade gap widens to seven-month high. Then the next headline, rising risk of earnings recession as expectations slide are the three main headlines. And we'll, we'll fill you in because you, you can't just read the headlines, but it kind of gives you the flavor for all of the bevy of economic data. It was on the, I guess, on the headline, it was good news. Hey, higher GDP, that's good. But then when you found out why it was higher, not so good. We'll talk about all of that and where gold's at, where oil's at, and where Wall Street's at when we return. Double J and the Love Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Just a quick note, silver, cheapest it's been all month and probably about six weeks. Uh, So if you're looking to jump in, we've had a a nice little profit-taking session involved in gold and silver day. Right now, gold's down 20 bucks, uh, $1,216. Silver's down uh, 45 cents, uh, $14 and 
72 cents right now. Uh, the only silver we have rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. They're $375. If you buy a case, take a take $5 a roll off. So you get if you buy a case, which is 25 rolls, take them down to 370 a roll or 9250 dollars uh, for U.S. Silver Eagles. That's about the the cheapest silver has been. And, and at least the last month, uh, probably closer to six weeks, 800 I'll try to go through these reports in order. GDP came first. So this was the, the Christmas quarter. And the Christmas quarter, as I said earlier, was originally seven-tenths. And it's obviously not a, a number you would have expected a rate hike to go with. Most people were expecting the number to fall even lower because they believed that they were going to revise consumer spending down. And that's exactly what happened. Consumer spending actually was even worse than they thought. However, the 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 item and why they said the worst kind was there was a, a huge jump, huge jump. I mean, they, about 25% bigger than expected was the inventory number. As a matter of fact, I want to say it was almost record high for a fourth quarter, which simply meant all of these uh retailers and and whatnot people that sell products they bought a whole lot of stuff it's still in the warehouse but exactly it's still at the distributor it's still at the warehouse still at the distributor now some of that i'm making an assumption i'm gonna i gotta believe some of that's oil oh uh, okay right? yeah right. we got oil everywhere plug, right? right so some of that but it was it was actually supposed to you know the funny part was not only was consumer spending supposed to be revised down like it was they actually thought the inventory number was going to be revised down a little bit. And instead, we got this huge jump in the inventory number. Now, a lot of people say that means first quarter GDP is now going to be dragged down because those warehouses weren't supposed to have all that stuff in it. Sure. Right now that it's got all that stuff in it, people aren't going to be making more stuff. Well, here's the other thing. What about the new stuff coming in for the next season? Right. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm serious. If we're talking about retail, what goes into Walmart, Kmart, all the fall-apart places that you buy your stuff from? Well, you see, like Kohl's today, they're closing 18 stores. Uh, Halliburton on the oil side announced another 5,000 layoffs. Walmart laid off again today. Uh, Best Buy laid off again today. So we're starting to see some of that ancillary stuff. But here's how the numbers break down. GDP in 2013, to go back a few years, and this has been adjusted at infinitum, was at average 3.125. A fairly solid number. I don't know, I, I was surprised at how high they've gotten this number, because that number was about 2.4 last year. GDP averaged 2.425. 
2015, it only averaged 1.875. And and so we're, we're getting this trend, which is trending in the wrong direction. You know, and this is what has all these people worried that the Federal Reserve is raising rates while the economy's decelerating. So that was the the first piece of data. The, the second piece of data that came out was the trade deficit. And essentially what we have seen and what we've heard about from corporations, the strong dollar hurting exports, exports were not sending shipping stuff out you know our free trade agreements continuing to blow up on our face uh that expanded to seven month highs final consumer sentiment was the lowest uh in months and months i it was 91 so it was even lower than than expected but then we got a the inflation data which really kind of changed the the tone of the market. And in the in the inflation data, we had consumer spending. Okay, this was these were January numbers, and as we expected, consumer spending was up, but it wasn't up because they were out buying stuff. And this is kind of the problem. Peter Schiff touched on a few days ago. We did that story with Peter Schiff. But it was up five-tenths of a percent, which for consumer spending, that's a big number. Is that a good number? That's a big number. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that says, hey, wow. The consumer really had to, you know, normally you associate that with, hey, we're buying more stuff. Right. But as the GDP report said, Hey, there's still all this stuff in the warehouse. All the retailers are saying, yeah, no one really bought a whole lot of stuff. Then they came out with the inflation numbers. And once again, it was a hot number. Inflation was rising pretty much the same level that the consumer spending went up. Funny how that works. Right? <laughs> right? And and what drove the consumer to spend? Two categories. Rent, health care. All the other categories, you know, the, the what they call the volatile food and energy categories, actually was down. I guess I'll call that the the stuff category. Consumer spending was down in stuff, but up in rents and healthcare, which is really, I mean, let's call it what that is. Thank you, Obamacare. Well, listen, rent, healthcare, two non-tangible products. Those those two items aren't stored in uh, a warehouse. Okay. Right, you're you're right, right. about that. Right. They're non-tangible. Okay. When we talk, when when when. Average Joe Schmuckatelli American out there thinks about, you know, the consumer and spending and gross domestic product. We think of products. Right. You actual of- toilet paper. Actual, you know. Sure. Uh, this, this product. Is Cars. You're out at the potato ball. Potato chips. You're buying food. You're going to the restaurant. Not rent. Not health.
non-tangible. What's tangible here? So this has the whole market. No one knows what to do. So the markets today don't know whether to be up or down. Right now, the Dow's up about 40 points. Even though crude oil is higher this morning, uh, and, and you know the crude oil market, I give up on that market. It doesn't make any sense. It's kind of almost, uh, somebody said, short covering this, that, the other. But, but either way, the Dow's up 20 points. Uh, it's been, uh, it was up about 100 points until that inflation data came out. And then on on the gold side, gold was when I got here this morning. Gold was twelve hundred and thirty eight dollars. When the GDP report came out, gold fell about five bucks. And I got that because oh, it was higher. And it wasn't until you know you know twenty minutes after after the computers all fired off and did their stuff. You found out, yeah, it really wasn't a good hire, right? It was, oh, that's all we're going to do now is have to take our first quarter numbers and make them lower. But then the inflation data came out, and that's got everybody nervous. Now they're talking about, oh, maybe the Fed will raise rates. Oh, not that I want bad things to happen, but please, please, please do that. I will be extremely busy if that happens but when you look at that data it's the same thing it's not a good data inflation was higher for the wrong reason gdp was higher for the wrong reasons and you know what you sit there and you start thinking about it kind of feels like the whole economy You know what I'm saying? Everything kind of feels like uh, for the wrong reason. right? We don't want higher GDP because there's too much stuff in the warehouse. We want higher GDP because consumer spending was higher. Right? Because they were out buying the stuff. Well, once again, it's skewed information. It's kind of like the unemployment rate. Is that really the unemployment rate? Everything that they seem to offer as far as reports, data, and everything else seems to be skewed. And you repeat it on this show time after time. What's the real number? Right? It's weird. It is weird. It's really weird. Because it, it, it was one of those things where the reason why we even had a this 1875 number, I don't know if, of, if you remember, but over the summer, things, I think that's where things started to really change. Because we had this huge spike in this inventory number. And everybody said, which gave us, I want to say, like, the number was in the threes, GDP, for that quarter. But everybody said, hey, they're going to start selling that stuff off. So the the third quarter and the fourth quarter numbers are going to be less. And that's what we, they thought was happening. But now the fourth quarter number, 1%, was a, that's a terrible number. I mean, that's Christmas. But you got a terrible number, and you still had all the inventory. And so it's one of those things where it doesn't bode well, right? That's one of those things where you're like, ah, uh, that's really not a good, healthy sign. 
Then you look at the inflation data, and you're worried again. Now, here's the good part. Minimum wage, the, the the earnings were higher, but most, almost all of that was just states raising their minimum wages. And then Walmart. Walmart, by the way, everybody that works at Walmart got a raise. If you were making less than $9 an hour, I should say, which is almost everybody at Walmart. That's about right. <laughs> right. Not quite everybody. So now you have a GDP number, even at one eight. Yeah, 187. What is that? Is that a dead body? 187 in policeman's code is murder. Murder. We had a murderous GDP number for the year. We have this this infl- this bad inflation. And now, what is the Fed going to do with it all? And this is the thing that I think is going to be coming here in the next few weeks. And it's so funny because... This is exactly what Peter Schiff talked about a couple of days ago. We're actually in one of these things that he, you know, he's saying it's stagflation. Other people like uh, Harry Dent say it's deflation. Other people yet still believe that inflation is still coming. The best part for us as gold does well in any of those ancient Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Friday. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Even I'm confused. There was a lot of data out today in, in all of it kind of said different things. None of it really good things. I mean, headline, if you just did headline, GDP higher. You'd say that's good. Absolutely. Consumer spending was higher. Good. Good, right? Uh, wages, higher. Nice, love it. Right? But And, and then you, but then you had Consumer confidence, lower. Savings, no increase in consumer savings. Then you looked at the, what did the consumer spend the extra money on? Right, and we talked about that. They spend it on rent and health care premiums. And then you look at the trade deficit number, which is really symbolizes every month, once a month, we get reminded that we we send between 40 and 50 billion dollars a month out of the country every month month after month I mean that's a lot of billions right I'm, I'm tempted to just build some island somewhere right? and say hey we got cheap labor so I can get some of those billions and so the whole data, all those data points today really leave everybody confused. Matter of fact, Wall Street now has gone negative uh, because they're confused. The only, you know, we look at the 10-year note today, which at least would give us an indication in 10-year notes, 176. So that's a little higher. It's not like it's super. I mean, December, we were talking about a 10-year note at, what, two and a quarter? But 176 
is, is higher than it's been, which means people are a little more uncertain. And so you think about a Federal Reserve who's already confused. You pile on these numbers. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you're looking at data points that, quite honestly, make things even harder for everyday Americans. Essentially, they got paid more money. But all of that money they got paid, all of that extra money, all got spent. But not on stuff. It just got spent on two things, as Homer said. There's no warehouse for health care premiums. Right? There's no warehouse that's full of rent. So these are things that really don't drive business. But now all of a sudden, I think the the new inflation number, not it's not 2% yet, but 1.7. It's getting closer. So we'll all have to wait and see how, how all of this stuff ends up playing out as we as we try to figure out what the next moves are going to be. But then you start leading. If you go out to allamericangold.com this morning, the first article on, on the website this morning is talking about more layoffs at Halliburton. You know, we're not talking about a couple of hundred. We're talking another 5,000. The, the, the next article is one of the Fed governors saying, hey, the economy's in good shape. That was John Williams of the San Francisco Fed. Then there's a, a nice little video talking about how the, the layoffs are affecting voters, oil layoffs in Texas. Then, then the next article is Hewlett Packard is going to lay off another 3,000 workers. The next article, Cole says it's going to close stores after reporting sinking profits. The next article, Citigroup, here comes a global recession. Then the next article, the Fed is paralyzed by the market and the economy. And you're starting to see, and you're looking at all of these data points. And you just see a big muddled mess. And and really, if you think about it, that makes sense. It should be a muddled mess. Right? They, they never allowed the, the natural course of business to happen. They, they decided that they needed to step in. Right? And, and really, it goes, all, it goes right back to them bailing out Wall Street. It really does. Everything goes back to that moment. And the economy is never going to be what it could be until that situation gets rectified. And really, ultimately, it's going to happen. When you think about, is this really what we spent all the trillions of dollars for? We spent all this 
trillions and trillions of dollars for this? This is the great recovery? And so when you start putting all these pieces to the puzzle together, I don't know where we go from here. I mean, if they raise rates again, then what happened? How many more thousands of people are going to... How far does Wall Street fall on that? As I told everybody in December, December was great. They raised rates, and I said, gold's going to run. I would like to see them do it. I don't think they will. I still don't think they will. I don't think they're going to raise rates at all this year. But today's data, I will say this. It does give them room to do it. And and I think, you know what, if they do, the history books will write. It's deja vu. Was it Yogi Bear? It's deja vu all over again. If you go back to the 30s, can you see that, you know, the very similar events have happened. This time, though, they said we learned our lesson. Ben Bernanke. Everybody thought, man, he's the right guy for the jobs. The stars have aligned. Because he, more than anybody else, he had studied the Great Depression backwards, forwards, upside down in every which way and told us all the things that were wrong we're going to talk about is the Fed making the same mistake again Patriot Radio News Hour we'll talk about that next setting ourselves up is this really not the great recession but just a another great depression let's think about it what's one of the things one of the first things the central bank said was done wrong the first time right protectionist policy Right, we had we raised tariffs. Now we're we're trying to get more free trade instead, right? The TPP. The Fed was tightening monetary policy. Instead, we got quantitative easing of epic proportion. Then they they shuttered thousands of banks during the Great Depression. See, when they closed all the banks and they confiscated the money, when they confiscated gold, thousands and thousands of banks weren't allowed to reopen. Now, as we learned in G. Edward Griffin's book, Creature from Jekyll Island, one of the reasons they created the Federal Reserve 
is because the big banks were getting upset that they were losing all these depositors. So what better way to get control than eliminate the competition? Now you'll say to me, well, they didn't do it this time. They didn't shut the banks. They didn't take our money. They haven't yet. But make no mistake about it, just like in the Great Depression, thousands of banks are gone. Except this time, they didn't just do it by shutting them. And they shut a thousand or so of them. But they've regulated out thousands of banks. I mean, we've lost almost half of our banks. Just like we did during the Great Depression. And then if you think about what was the other thing they said, because most people, you know, they don't, history gets changed. When most people think about the Great Depression, they think of the stock market crash in 29. And they think of the banks in 33. But what they don't realize or don't understand, because like I said, history gets changed over time. The Great Depression kept going in 34, 35, 36, 37. See, they thought when they closed those banks and didn't allow thousands of them to reopen, When they confiscated the gold, they thought they had fixed it. They started tightening monetary policy in 1937. Right as the economy, which they had thought they had fixed, was getting ready to tank again. And I look at today. They did very similar things. They did it differently. Right? They didn't tighten monetary policy. They went the complete opposite end of the spectrum on that one. But did they get control of the financial system? You, You bet they did. They just did it differently. Right? No, they didn't shut the bank. No, they didn't allow thousands of them to reopen. Instead, what did they do? They just regulated them out. We need to eliminate the competition and get the money back into these big banks. And then we're going to claim victory. We're going to start taking our victory lap. And we're going to start telling everybody how great we are and that we fixed everything. And we're going to start raising rates. And it just, you know, you start thinking about things and you start putting these dots together and you start looking at these data points and you look at how, uh, what a muddled mess it is. I mean, if we were really truly growing, we would know it. You know, when I sit there and I talk, you know, it's like Kramer. 
You know, we played that clip yesterday. Everybody I talked to. Now, Jim Cramer does not talk to peons like me. Right? He's talking to the bankers. He's kind of a big deal. Right. He's a big deal. He's talking to the money guys. He's an MSNBC guy, right? CNBC. CNBC guy. And he's saying everybody I talk to is worried. Everybody I talk to thinks a, a, a recession is coming. The only ones that don't seem to be the central bankers. And then I sat there today and I saw the data for myself. And I went, you know what? They may do it again. This is 1937. It's 2016. Wouldn't that be amazing if 2017? Maybe today is is uh, 1936, and next year's 1937. I don't know. Something to think about. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Another one of these weeks, just a crazy week. Gold's going to essentially finish right where it started, it looks like. Uh, right now, uh, the Dow is negative. The da- our, our gold's down, depending on where you look. I want to say it's down $21. Twelve, $1,217.50. Silver is off $0.44, cents, $14.73 is... Well, we've got ourselves a an economic mess, courtesy of the Federal Reserve. And is it starting to look like 1937? Is it? Is it? It really is. I mean, here I sit, you know, remember, we never really came out of the Great Depression because anything the central bankers did. We came out of it because in the late 30s, all of our elected officials thought what was happening overseas did not pertain to us. Of course, what happened? World War II. That's what happened. Right? Maybe, I guess we should probably thank the Japanese. Right? If they hadn't bombed Pearl Harbor, maybe we would have never have entered and we'd still be in it. I don't know. But if that's the reason why we came out, how are we going to get out of it this time? Just remember, even with the huge explosion in stuff sitting in warehouses, the total GDP last year was 1.87. And the fourth quarter was only 1 and so can we see the Federal Reserve because remember in the 30s that's what happened they did all of this stuff they confiscated the gold they shut down the banks then they claimed victory 
Here, this time around, what did they do? They bailed out the bank. They regulated out the rest of them, and they claimed victory. And then they started a rate hiking program. Didn't last very long, but the damage was done. And I think this is exactly what we're looking at again. I mean, look at the growth. GDP, 3.1% in 2013, 2.4% in 2014, 1.8% in 2015. What does that tell us? Does that, does that sound like things are better? I don't get it. I really don't. I don't know what data points they look at. But this is why we're here. This is what we do. This is why people put away wealth insurance. It's a hedge against the central bank. It's not just an inflation hedge. It's a deflation hedge. It's a stagflation hedge. And today's a great day to take advantage. We've got a nice pullback. Algar Gold's working its way back now, down 18 at 1220. Uh, Silver's right at 1475. I think it's a great buying opportunity in the silver market. Silver Eagles, 375 a roll. Buy a case, save five bucks a roll. 800 592 Everyone have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Talk to everybody on Monday.